What's the Homework, Episode 22, The Ecology of Marriage, with your hosts, Ed and Eric. This week, Ed and Eric get back to work as they wrap up their disappointing but novel spin-off impeachment podcast. So, grab your pogs and Pokemon Blue, it's a half day and you're going to Justin's house after school. Class is about to begin. Okay, three, you nervous, two, one, we're back. Oh man, I do have like the the jitters and the jumbles. Oh, yeah, you said you would. <laughs> we're you back, were guys. Excited. How long has it been? August, right? Yeah. So Well, we took that short break we... to do our impeachment podcast. <laughs> what, what would that one be called? The impeachment podcast. Ed and Eric explain impeachment? No, that's not No. Good. I'll think of something clever by the end of the podcast. But guys, we're back. Some of you might be new listeners. If you're new, I'm glad I saw you at the wedding, probably. I could see that as the only reason that a new listener would listen. Okay. If you're old, um, do you want to say hi to the regulars that listen? Yeah, thank you for always being there. Isabel, Sarah. Yeah. I guess if yeah, it's Kate, like a handful. sometimes Katie and Sydney. But those are like our su- supreme Patreon yeah. listeners. So we send them, I was about to say we send them feet pictures, but that's my cousin and my sister. So. Yeah, that'd be weird. I I uh, got some cute paw pictures of Louie's feet. <laughs> that sounded really... <laughs> <laughs> We're up, that's it. We're in. It started. Guys, I'm Ed. And you I'm are, Eric. And we do a podcast together. It's called What's the Homework? We have been... Doing a radio show. Uh, I mean, we did a radio show in college. Mm-hmm. Off to a good start. Uh, we were roommates. Then we didn't do a radio show. And now we live apart. So we decided the only way to talk to each other would be through the medium of, po- medium of podcasting. Which we did kind of prove. We definitely talked less when not doing the podcast. That's, re- <laughs> That's sad and true. Yeah. But we had a lot of phone calls that would have made great podcast material. Oh, yeah. Everything we say is gold. Do you do, do your guy friends call each other? I feel like I'm a caller. Um, no, it's usually my family that calls me with things that Does could have been talk- texted. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the maybe that's archaic of me to call. Does Sydney call her friends? Um, very rarely. But they text mm-hmm. a lot. They have like a lot of group threads. I think I call because I like I like the confrontational aspect of a call. <laughs> Just like interrupting someone in their day. It's extreme. Exactly. Like I called you while you were driving mm-hmm. and you guys were stuck in traffic. Wait, before we get into the really juicy traffic conversation, guys, this is mm-hmm. What's the Homework? Yeah. Like we said, this is a podcast that we do. It comes out every seven months, I guess. Yeah. August, September. Yeah. It comes out very rarely. So it's a very rare and delicious podcast. Um... So we were talking about you and being in traffic. Oh, wait. What do we do on the podcast? Yeah. So um, what's the homework? Uh, basically, each episode, we're going to have a different topic that we're going to discuss. Some are more like challenge based. Some are more just making ourselves better people. And then some are complete. <laughs> complete. <laughs> we're too busy this episode to do anything significant. So we did something that we've already done. Um <laughs> And then throughout the podcast, we have little segments. Sometimes we talk about really bad relationship advice. 
somehow we've made it relatively successfully with two people. Uh, right. But we should not That's be giving advice. That's called Eric's Love Corner. <laughs> we shouldn't be giving. I mean, the relationship advice that we have this week is more, am I the asshole? Mm. But it's wedding related. So I guess there's some relationship components to that. And guys, something else that we're really known for on the podcast is our incredible transitions. Yes. We're like that slideshow that you made in like middle school and you just like started using PowerPoint. So you just put in way too many like fancy transitions. Yeah. Did you do that? Oh, I had so many transitions, way too much clip art and each piece of clip art would like transition in. That's what made a good like uh, PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. I feel like people don't do that in the adult world. No, I don't. I don't think people are looking for that. But they don't. You don't think when every bullet like comes out. <laughs> I like when <laughs> the most annoying one is when it's like you have a long ass like paragraph in the PowerPoint. Oh, in each line, the transition is that. Yeah, and I like when it's the typewriter. It's like ah, that's the best. Yeah, the noises in PowerPoint are really top notch. Speaking of beautiful transitions, and speaking of typewriters, I think an important thing that you do when you're planning a wedding is picking the font for everything. And speaking of font at weddings let's talk about your wedding okay. that was really good eric got married in the intermission of the podcast yes. that was one of the major reasons we were not doing the podcast <laughs> because yeah, planning agree. a wedding sucks and takes a lot of time yeah. and we were kind of talking enough because you were my best man um yeah and then other uh shining star of the podcast alex hartline was <laughs> the officiant and both of you did an awesome job I think all in all, it went well. I didn't have a ton of... It felt like the maid of honor had way more responsibilities. I wish yeah, Lauren I, was very good I think, at her, what she did. I, Lauren did do a really good job. I think that the like one of her responsibilities is to always just like carry a portion of Sydney's dress. When did like, you see so her carrying a portion of her dress? When it's like dragging on the mm-hmm. ground. Yeah. Also, that's something that I always kind of think about at weddings. Like... We went outside, and then it's just Cindy's just like walking around. The bottom of that dress must be like really dirty. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Does it get... We gotta take it to like get dry cleaned and everything. Okay, I feel like we're going too far. Eric got married. Okay, yeah, I got married it to was... Sydney, who was on the podcast. She was on the one about That's poetry. Yeah. Um, we met at Franklin Marshall, which is where Ed and I also met. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that we've and. We had, so we, I proposed when we were in San Francisco after, right before both of us graduated from graduate school. So me from medical school and her from law school. Um, And we've kind of been off and on planning the wedding since then. So we had it in Lancaster um, and it was at an old cigar factory out there. It's a very pretty venue. Sydney and our family put a lot of work into making it happen. And I think it went really well. I think it went really well too, man. I think it went really well as well. I think the perfect phrase is perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. It was fun. I had a really good time. I like all, but I like discussing all the like minutia of things. Okay. Like you don't know you have to deal with until like it happens. Like, so we rented suits from the Black Tux. Yeah. I was commenting on how insane it is that you have to send it back two days after the wedding. It is pretty crazy. Wedding. It's like, I need, I need like two days to just recover. Yeah. I was so, I mean... You were actually living it, so I'm assuming you needed way more time to recover. How much time did you take off? Just the two days. The Damn, man, that's that's rough. I'm sorry. How do you feel now? How do you feel now that it's over? Feels good. I feel like a lot of people get post wedding blues. 
Uh, but I think for they do. Yeah. Is that a thing? Well, because you talk about it so much, and then like for the next couple months, like you talk about, oh, it was so great, it was so fun, but you're not really planning anything, and then eventually you kind of stop talking about the wedding, and so. I think as that conversation like kind of empty. dies, you sort of feel this like empty void. But so far, I haven't really felt that. Have a kid. Have a kid. Yeah. Kid, kid, kid. Yo, let me see that hand, though. Yo, the bling is awesome. <laughs> I cannot wait to wear a wedding yeah. ring. Strictly because I want to wear more jewelry. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, like, sometimes I see foreign men on trains. And they just have, like, rings yeah. all over their fingers. And I'm so jealous. Uh, I want to wear more bling. So, what do you? Has anything felt different now that you're married? Um, no. Do you want to hear a cute story though? Oh sure. So we had our first um, dinner out. So we were going to go out to dinner the Monday after, but we ended up canceling because we were like, I don't want to leave the house. Um, so then <laughs> yeah. we went to dinner. I guess it was that weekend, and we went to a nice little cute place it's like uh middle eastern israeli type food where they're like the menu kind of changes every couple months or whatever we had been there once before we sat down and as we like got in our seats and like got our water and stuff the song that we danced to played <laughs> just like happenstance just started playing like, isn't that cool <laughs> that is very so we danced cool. to um into the mystic by van morrison and katie filmed our dance we messed it up a little mm. bit but i i don't Uh-oh. think people noticed Nobody yeah. noticed that you messed it up. What part did you mess up? Um, Where you because li- you did lift Sydney over your head and she <laughs> fell and <laughs> broke her arm. She was supposed bad, to do four spins I- and then a twist, <laughs> uh, and she only she only serious? did three tucks. Dude, it went it went really well. Everyone was like literally like overwhelmed with happiness, and everything was awesome. I cried a I lot. It went so well. You did cry a lot. You're a little wuss. Yeah, but then you cried <laughs> no, during your kidding. speech every like. <laughs> I cried too, dude. I cried like every like twenty seconds. I cried less than I thought I. That's would. good. Uh, yeah, I know. It was a very. It good was speech. just like, thank you, man. I appreciate it. There was a lot of crying. There was going to Wegmans, mm-hmm. which I. Do people just you? Do you go to Wegmans often? No. Dude, it's like a fucking like country mm-hmm. in there. It's very big. They have like rest. They have restaurants. I feel like they might have their own area code. They have literally all the food you'd ever want. It makes me feel really shitty about the grocery stores they have around me. Yeah. And we also got to hang out with your dad a lot. That was the most time I've ever hung out with your dad. Yeah, he's a good guy. I had a good time. Also, can can we discuss the truck? A little yeah, bit? we can discuss. What made your dad? Who was? What made him? So we to get we a saw truck? him like so. My dad's birthday is in November. And we must have seen him, like, I don't know, like, end of October. And he was like, Eric, I've been thinking about getting a truck. <laughs> why? And Sid and I were just like, mm, you're joking, right? Like, why would you need a truck? You have never, ever needed a truck. You also have a Land Cruiser, which is already a ginormous car. Right. Um, and then we came back, like, two weeks later, and it was his birthday, and there was a truck in the, in the park. A big, a really big truck. Yeah. So it's a it's F-150 King, King's Ranch. <laughs> that sounds like a Burger King burger. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that sounds good, though. I would get the King Ranch. Yeah. It's very big. It's very nice, though. It's very nice. It's very luxurious. Yeah. It's definitely for some sort of cow, someone who's a cowboy and also like a pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> for, like your dad but it came in handy for the wedding it did come in handy for the wedding listen 
it I, it also I saw a little glimpse of you do something and your dad does something. When you had your Mini Cooper, every time you'd see another Mini Cooper, you'd like oh yeah, be yeah. so happy and be like oh. No. And then when your dad saw another King Ranch, he was very giddy. Yeah. <laughs> he saw another one. <laughs> But he said his wasn't, the other guy's wasn't chromed out yes. as much as his was. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked all the truck stuff, and I liked hanging out with your dad. He's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. I also like that his, what is his favorite song? What Taylor Swift? Oh, Shake It Off oh, by yeah. Taylor Swift. I didn't know he loves that song. Yeah. Uh, I have a good picture of him dancing. Oh, nice. No one took good pictures, uh, but that's okay. I took pictures. I said no one took good pictures. <laughs> Did you see any of the pictures from the shoot? We have not yet. Dude, I'm really nervous. My fly was down in some of them. That's okay. They'll fix it in post. <laughs> I think my fly was down when we were doing like the third set of pictures. Like, How did whatever. it come down? Because, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just becoming senior. <laughs> like, I, I really need to check my fly more often. But it was when we, we went outside once for pictures when we were wearing like the gifts that you got us, which were... Alex and I were talking about it last night. Those are the nicest, like, gifts people have ever given out at, oh, like, uh, a wedding thing. Did you both wear your hats we last got... night? We didn't no, both wear our warm. hats last night. I'm sorry. It was a little warm. Eric got us a lot of nice hats. I got all of us hats, all of us scarves. And what else was there in there? Uh, socks and then a tie socks. clip or whatever. The tie clip was, yeah. Everything was very, very nice. I Dude, and now it's over. Now it's done. Are you getting the wedding, are you getting the wedding blues again? No. Did you get any really fun gifties? The registry, my love language is gifts because yeah. I'm a prince and I need to be gifted things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super excited for the registry. Did you get anything really cool that you want to share? Um, we, I mean, registries are usually like kitchen based. There's like some practical things like we don't really have a power drill. So we like registered for one of those. <laughs> um, so some of that kind of stuff. And then like. Most of our, like, plates and stuff were from Sid's mom when she moved. Um, so we just uh, cycled out a new set of that stuff, and we're going to find someone to give that old stuff to. Um, but what we didn't realize was, like, the importance of checking the sizes of everything. So we've gotten some Ooh, stuff that's, mean? like, super small, and then some stuff that's, like, ridiculously big. So, like, we ordered, like, a little bread basket to put, like, dinner rolls in, and it's, like... It, it's like I mean we're on a podcast, but it's like maybe enough. <laughs> Eric for like is holding two his decent size dinner rolls, so I guess yeah, Sydney like and I can only have dinner rolls. <laughs> but then we ordered like placemats, and they're like these nice like maze placemats or whatever. But they're like three times the size of my head, so I'm not sure what ginormous <laughs> table we're going to be putting them on. So when you do your registry. When that time comes, just make sure to check the sizes of everything. Is it not classy to just say you want money? <laughs> no, I think people do that. I mean, the thing is, like, a lot of people are like, please don't get us stuff. Like, we've been living together for so long. We already have everything we need. And, like, mm-hmm. financially, we're fine. Like, we don't need all of this stuff. But people like getting right. you a gift, you know? Yeah. Th- I feel like that's something that, like, Katie and I were talking about. It Like, I think people feel gifts, like, money is, might be Im- impersonal. But like, like, for example, Katie was like asking me what I wanted for Christmas from her parents, like what gift card I wanted. And they wanted to get me a gift card to a store as opposed to just an Amazon gift yeah. card, 
which is really nice. They just they felt like an Amazon gift card was somehow more impersonal than a store gift card. Yeah, which I I couldn't understand whatsoever. Amazon is my favorite store. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite store. That's where I like to buy things. Why do I have to get a yeah. Lowe's gift card? Okay, so you got a lot of fun. Did you get anything fun? Anything at all? Well, we got a stand mixer. Ooh, what color? Like mintish green. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. The green one is cool. We have Katie's mom's old red stand mixer. Save it, though. We're going to talk about the mixers at the end of okay. the podcast. And then we also got our Nutribullet, so we made smoothies this morning. I decided I'm going to be a smoothie person. Oh, my God. After you got your disgusting acai bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I loved making fun of you for it. Yeah, so we went out to breakfast right before all the boys. And uh, everyone got their big, like, egg sandwich with bacon and avocado. And then I got an acai right. bowl because I need, needed that power. Oh, my God. It had so many nutrients. I showed people at work pictures. <laughs> it looked so disgusting. <laughs> I also didn't like the way it tasted. I don't like smoothies. I love fruits but like i don't like smoothies for some reason i don't like the combination of like ice i don't like frozen fruit i think i like uh sorbets mm. i don't know why do you think i don't like smoothies i don't know you should come over and i'll make you a good smoothie okay what goes in a good smoothie i don't know i've only made one <laughs> and it was trash <laughs> what <laughs> see so why are you inviting me over well because i realized blueberries are not the best ingredient they're very watery oh my god Eric, so it's not flavorful didn't... Eric, what? What didn't you learn your lesson with blueberries? How often do you have to bring this up? Did we? Should we tell? No. Eric ate too many blueberries once and got very sick from the blueberries. Yeah, it had blue poop. Like it was bright blue. It was not normal. <laughs> How many blueberries did you? Eat? I think I ate two cartons worth within like a holy hour shit. setting. <laughs> That's a lot of blueberries. You're like a bear, like a teddy yeah. bear or something. Ooh, what are you drinking? You switched Seltzer. over to something. What kind of what do you Blood got? Blood orange. Blood orange. Why do you drink that? What's the brand? Soleil. It's the um, Acme generic brand of Seltzer. Uh, Lacroix. Yeah. Lacroix too expensive. These are like thirty cents a can. Katie and I have decided, although we like Lacroix, we're just not going to buy it because you just drink it so much. Oh, we're, we're only allowed to have one more. a day. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a rule. And then, like, I just feel like you get cans everywhere if you're drinking it all the time. Yeah. I don't like all the cans everywhere. But I feel like the plight of every young adult is that there are just cups everywhere out all the time. No, we that's a you thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why is that a me thing? When I'm done you with a cup, cups? I either use it again or I put it in the dishwasher. Mm. I guess so. Well, like, what are you going to do with that, that cup you... when you're done with it? Well, I'm going to take it with me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. Eric, any more wedding stuff that you want to talk about? You want to thank everyone? I do. Again? Um, we had a lot of help from friends and family. I don't know if they're listening. Some of them have never listened, I and I'm not thankful are. for that. But if they are listening, I'm thankful for that. It was... If you're a new listener, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of... At What's the Homework Pod? <laughs> we had a lot of arguments and a lot of fights over the wedding. Some stuff was personal, some stuff ended up being very tiny in retrospect but there was a lot of emotion behind it so i think it turned out really well um i think the thing that felt the most meaningful was a lot of people said like this wedding felt like us and it felt very like heartwarming and and personal and i think a lot of that was in part to the speeches and alex's officiating i think all of that kind of came together to make that vibe and i'm very thankful for that i think you're giving a lot of credit to 
a lot of other, like everyone there, but I think you and Sydney did a really good job of like making everyone feel involved and like feels like you like none of it felt stressful. I mean, maybe there was stress behind the scenes, but like everyone kind of felt like they knew what to do and it all kind of felt like it ran extremely smoothly. Well, that's good. Every you guys made a lot of very good choices. My parents, I, t- I keep telling you, my parents were raving about the food. Nice. Really good food. Was you good said that food. they didn't. You said they you didn't get as many leftovers as you wanted. Well, we didn't really get any leftovers, and I never had ice cream. Did you have ice cream? We've talked. I had ice yeah. cream. It was good. Mm-hmm. I I did feel bad for the woman scooping the ice cream. Oh yeah, <laughs> her arm was probably so tired. Uh, was it hard? I, how was the texture? It was good. The ice cream was very mm-hmm. good. I was full after dinner. Also, like I kind of was too nervous to eat. I like took little bites of everything. Yeah, but everyone else seemed to love all the food. Are you not going to tell people it. what you did during your speech? Oh, do you want me to? Tell I mean, you? most people we listening crun- probably were there, but <laughs> we didn't. That's really funny. I did a crunchy corner during my speech. We'll talk about crunchy corners soon. That's our favorite segment. But I did bring up the podcast a lot. Yeah, I might start crying if we talk okay. about it again. It was hard to like write that speech, man. It was just hard to like. Uh, put into words all the things that are important about our relationship yeah and every best man speech kind of feels like a little different i Mm -hmm. didn't want to qualify it a lot with like i don't think you and sydney need much advice when it comes to being a couple Mm -hmm. so i went the i'm gonna honor eric route you also honored sydney yeah that's true yeah your funeral speech is gonna be very nice oh nice Nice. So speaking of funerals, guys, there were a lot of those this decade. (laughs) And speaking of, yeah, like I said, speaking of funerals, there were a lot of those this decade. And we're going to talk about our favorite artists of the decade, which you keep asking me about this. And it's really hard for me to quantify that. And also it's putting into perspective that I don't listen to enough new music. Yeah. I I listen to the Beatles too much. And I I really feel like, uh uh-oh, I'm going to make a hot take. My artist of the decade was podcasting oh my god <laughs> seriously i feel like i feel like 90 percent of the time i listen to podcasts yeah. now instead of music i do, do feel like feel i way? listen to less music but i also feel like that because of that the music that i listen to is more like significant so like, like when i start album? to actually listen to an album and like listen to it repeatedly right it's something that's like like i don't just have music on in the background as much anymore right so we know the new the best album of the 2020s is going to be that new Eminem album. Mm, for sure. People or, love that. Or that new Halsley album. <laughs> Did you see that tweet she had? No. So Pitchfork reviewed her album. First off, what's it? Do we like Pitchfork? Do they do good reviews? No, Pitchfork's trash now. People Why? hate it. Why? I don't know. It's just a thing. And that's the opinion that you have to have. Okay, got it. Yeah. Well, anyway, Pitchfork gave her album a 6.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And she said, I hope whatever basement they wrote this in like implodes or like mm. the building crashes down on them. She said it like jokingly, but oh, is this Pitchfork... why people said she was responsible for nine eleven? <laughs> Pitchfork's offices are in the New World Trade Center, nice. yeah. <laughs> and she like retracted it, like immediately apologized, but like she very much put her foot in her mouth. <laughs> kind of hilarious, kind of hilarious. It actually made me like her more a little bit <laughs> because I am one to put my foot in my mouth and say some <laughs> stupid shit like that. <laughs> so. Uh, how did I get on the top? Oh, artist of the decade. Yeah. So I really have trouble quantifying it. So I think instead you should tell me your favorite artist of the decade or thoughts you have about that, and I'll comment and tell you how dumb it is. Okay. 
So I think okay, there's... So number one is you to say is Rex Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think a lot of people are coming up with like albums of the decade, which is fine. But I think there are some people who like had one album and it's like that in the like long scheme of like the decade as a whole, I don't think that person is as significant. So what are you referencing? maybe like Lord mm. or And this is where we play Lord. Here we go. Billy Eilish. And here's where we play Billy Eyelash. Eyelash? Mm-hmm. Um, like they had good albums, but it's like you mm-hmm. can't make artist of the decade if you're one album. Interesting. I don't necessarily agree with okay. you, but okay. All right, so we'll talk about it. Yeah. So well, I mean, what I want to start I think, with yeah, was like the artist of the decade, artists that felt like 2010 to the end of 2019, like these were the artists that like personified music of this decade. And then mm-hmm. of those, any significant album that you were like, you know, 20 years from now, this is the album you should listen to to understand why this person made this decade. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a couple that are obvious. I think okay. Beyonce... Yeah, okay, I'm I'm okay with that one. I think, despite how his decade has ended, I think you have to put Kanye West in there. Right. What 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 albums? So, do you by any chance should I pull it up? What albums uh, each artist released in the decade? Um. So Beyonce had her self-titled album. Mm-hmm. She also had Lemonade. I would probably put Lemonade as my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. She had the one with Jay Z, which was my least favorite. For- <laughs> what? <laughs> four came out this uh decade as well oh really yeah um yeah so she's definitely on there Kanye west mm-hmm. is definitely on there also her live her live tour or oh, like, the, homecoming, like homecoming live. thing yeah yo that even my dad thought that was like a crazy <laughs> did he watch it concert. yeah wow yeah dude it's incredible now he's a black panther he's really woke now <laughs> Okay, so... Are you in agreement on these two so far? Yes. Okay. So Kanye, what albums came out for Kanye this decade? So it's definitely my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus. Yeezus came out in 2013. Yeezus, we've already talked about. We both like. I think Life Life of Pablo also came out, which I think is uh, underrated, I mean. Mm -hmm. Then Ye came out, which uh, I thought was pretty good. A little weird. I only listened to it once through. Okay. I mean... Did I listen to it more than once? Yeah, I only listened to it once through. I'm not a huge fan of like, I don't know, like the go- kids see ghosts, ghost town like vibe. Okay, what is that considered? It's like trippy rap, trip, trip, like kind of a little more. Yeah, you really like it. I can see. I like it. Too. I like kids see ghosts <laughs> a lot. Is that are you, is, is Kid Cudi gonna be your third? No, Kid Cudi does not make the list. <laughs> okay. So, and then he released Salah, um, what's the, Jesus is King? Mm-hmm. That one's which was trash. trash album. Yeah. Not because it's Jesus related. All you people I mean, that think I'm bashing Catholics too much. It's not true. I'm a papist, which is the word Alex taught me. And I love the Catholics. And I'm really jealous that Christians get to cross themselves. <laughs> I've never done that. I'm always really scared. <laughs> All right. Do it right now, Eric. Do it. What? I'm not Catholic. Do you not cross yourself? No. Oh, that's a Catholic thing? Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, who else? I think you have to put Drake on there. I Yeah, I would agree with that. What albums did Drake release? Uh, I think up. Take Care. Views. Wow, a lot yeah. of... So Take Care... Dude, Like pretty much all of Drake came out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, he like Definitely started Drake. the decade. Definitely Drake. 
yeah, and man, then like definitely, definitely let drink. alone all the like singles and stuff that he's been on and everything. So yeah, man. Thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. Views. Scorpion. Damn, man. Yeah. So he's yeah, got to be Drake on there. Is I think those are would... obvious three. Okay. Um. All like hip hop R and B. So we'll let's get away from that for a little bit. I think. Okay. You probably have to put Taylor Swift on there. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, I think she's been. Because we were talking like, okay, are they just significant to you? Are they significant because they're actually good artists? Or are they significant because of the role they had in music? And I think the role Taylor Swift has had in music, whether it be like streaming or now like her rights to her old songs, like she's played a significant role in that respect. Mm-hmm. So I think so she's Taylor Swift, yeah. Taylor Swift released uh, Speak Now, Red, 1989, Reputation, and Lover. Her best-selling album was, ooh, by far 1989. Yeah, that's got to be the album for her. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, Fearless. Well, that came out in 2008. It's on the cover of Fearless. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, so Taylor Swift. That's pretty good. This is a good list. What um, else? Any more? Let's do five. A tight five. Weird Al? No. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was so embarrassed. Of, so, Spot... Have you ever used Spotify, Eric? It's like Apple Music, but like a million times better. And no. not for idiots. I like being constrained by the Apple music. <laughs> so they did like your top listens of the decade mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, <laughs> mine was embarrassingly the Bash Bros album. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed. I Because like I really like comedy and it's comedy rap. And it's just like that's the thing that I was like re-listening to over and over again because I thought it was so freaking funny. But I was embarrassed. Okay. App, did Apple Music do anything similar? Like, say what you listened to the most. This they did. Or? They had like a top songs, top album, what was top artist. Let's yeah. Let, let's both look up uh, what ours were. So I don't know if they them. did decade for people. I think they just did the year. Okay, we'll say what yours was. So for the year, I had the Brockhampton album, which was very mm-hmm. good. Damn, that's cool that yours was that. Who else did I have? Let me see. I'll pull it up. I also had um, I've been listening to some like older music, and I had this album from this band called jellyfish called spilt mm-hmm. milk have you ever listened to that no really good it's from 93 so it's pretty old but that for some reason made my top mm-hmm. oh i had tyler's album on there yeah i had i had tyler the creator on my decade i had the vampire uh, weekend album which i loved oh my goodness you're so much cooler than me you listen to cooler stuff <laughs> did you listen to brockhampton's new album um, oh no, I guess it's not new. Ginger. Yeah, that's that's the one. Oh, that's the one I was, you were talking yeah, about. That one's really good. I, I listen to Brockhampton for the next time. I've heard nothing but good things. I They're really good. Mm-hmm. I can't buy my decade thing. Obviously, I had Carly Rae Jepsen on there. <laughs> Ob- Why is it obvious? Because she's amazing. I had Charlie XCX. Ah, that was a good album. Okay. So on my best of the decade, I have Tyler the Creator, I have Post Malone, Lizzo, I have Kanye West. Wow, the Kanye West song for me is Ultralight Beam. Funny. Hmm. I have... <laughs> Can you do that noise again? Hmm. 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 Speaking of noises, you make a lot of noises in a relationship. I'm oh, are we done with the album thing? Yeah, What did we come up with? Five? Four? Five. Uh, Four. Oh, we need five. That's right. Okay. So let's hear your fifth one, man. Okay. So I think my last Uh, one would either be... Drum roll. Can you add the drum roll sound effect? Sure. And then I want drum roll sound effect, and Uh then I want cash register opening sound effect. Oh. So you want it to be MIA. (laughs) 
<laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I would. I feel like I have to choose either Brockhampton or Odd Future. Oh man! And I seriously? think if you choose Odd Future, you get Tyler and um, Earl Sweatshirt, Earl Sweatshirt, and Frank, and Frank Ocean. Ocean. So I think <laughs> you got to go Odd Future. Okay, fine. That's really what you're going with. I mean, it's a band that came out with three like significant artists that had like really significant solo performances. That's true. When's the last time yeah. that happened? Never. Maybe Never. the Beatles. Ringo Starr really had a go of it. Uh-huh. What about? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, listen, the ultimate Ringo, George, and Paul is... all really did well. I'm not sure what John Lennon was doing. Dead. 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 Mac oh, Miller came out with back. a posthumous album. Why couldn't? Uh... Yeah, seriously. Johnny Boy? I mean, I just think that, like, he's being lazy. He should come back. That'd be cool. Dude, I mean, I'm a truther. Anyway, so guys, speaking of John Lennon, uh, I guess his relationship broke up the Beatles. Now I'm transitioning again. Okay. Uh, this is where we do relationship advice slash just advice generally. This is called Eric's Love Corner. And here's the song for Eric's Love Corner. So it's gonna play for like ten minutes. Yeah, it's like a ten minute song. We should so let's just sing shorter. No, we're gonna listen to the whole ten minute song, okay. so we definitely get some copyright protection okay. dropped on us. It's a good, it's a good song though. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's cool. go. Yeah. Okay. So, here's the question: Am I? Am I the asshole for asking my bridesmaid to temporarily change her vibrant hair color scheme? I'm sorry. Let me read that again. Am I the asshole for asking my bridesmaid to temporarily change her vibrant hair color for my color-schemed wedding? Eric, right now, what do you think? Is she the asshole for asking her to do that? Hmm. Um. No. I'm going to say no. Oh my god. Well, here here's the story. My 24 female bridesmaid slash cousin, Ella, 26 and female, is going to be in my wedding party in June. Mm-hmm. The ongoing issue is that my wedding has a blue and green peacock theme, and guests have been asked to follow this color scheme with their clothes. Hair wasn't originally included at all in the color scheme, but my cousin Ellie, I'm sorry, cousin Ella has natural bright red hair. I would never ask somebody to permanently change their hair for my wedding. I know there would be bonkers, so I suggested some temporary hair dye. But Ella argued that she had been growing her hair for six years and doesn't want to risk the color not washing out. I thought this was ridiculous because it literally says she w- it washes out in like 14 washes. But Ella says because her hair is completely natural, it might take strongly to her hair. So I gave up on that avenue and suggested a wig. Mm-hmm. It is one day, one single day, and there is some amazing wigs these days i had a look on instagram and you wouldn't even be able to tell but she said she would feel self-conscious and weird wearing a wig because her hair is butt length and it might sit weird on her head so she won't dye it and won't cover it up i really don't want to come across as a bridezilla but flaming length but i'm sorry but butt length flaming red hair will destroy the wedding photos and ruin the color scheme completely I'm at a loss. I can't cut her from the wedding because my mom would r- murder me, but I can't have freaking Merida ruining the photos. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for asking this of her for just one single day? Mm. Okay, now what do you think? Mm. Okay, so the colors of the wedding are what again? Peacock themed. Blue and, like, purple. Okay. And her hair is, like, fiery orange or red? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
I mean, it doesn't fit the color scheme. I think what the bride okay. is right. It doesn't oh my fit. God. Oh my god. Um, Continue. I can understand where she's coming from. Where she's like, "You are absolutely insane for thinking this. You are obviously in like the wedding mental illness." Dude, okay. Do you understand how much you pay for a photographer to take pictures? Dude, it's her hair color. It's not her natural hair color. Yes, it is. No, I thought you said she dyed it. No, it's red. She has red hair. Oh, so it's her natural. It's not like she colored her hair. No, red. it's just red. She said she's been growing it like that for six years. Oh, well, no, then you can't. Okay, let me tell you more of the comments. I thought she colored her hair bright red, and she refused to like no, re-dye no, it for no, the no. wedding. No, I'm sorry if I wasn't clear with that. Mm, but okay. no, so here are some of the comments. Uh, the bride said, it's not that I don't like her hair. It just really stands out and will massively clash the color theme. And the reply is, you're the asshole. And also, don't expect all your guests to come dressed for the color theme, even if you ask them on the invites. So just be prepared that your precious color theme might be messed up and try to have fun at your wedding. And the bride commented, we have security for this very reason. I expect people to stick to the theme. It's my wedding, and I paid for people. And I paid for it so people can stick to the color code for one day. That's so cool. (laughs) Here's more. Uh, A commenter said, that doesn't mean you get to control your guests' past that one day have you gotten the groom's input at all whatsoever hopefully he can talk some sense into you and uh another commenter said she doesn't even get to control them that day they're doing her a kindness by coming to her wedding not the other way around at most she gets to dictate what they do for several hours and the bride said no my husband is not involved in the planning i've been planning my wedding since i was 12 and i don't need input from him but that's why this is important to me it might be a big deal it might not be a big deal to anyone else but it is to me Here's another comment. You're the asshole. I thought at the beginning of the post she would have like bright pink or blue hair, which I would argue for. Which but is what I because, thought. Yeah. But because she's gin, uh, ginger. So this is a British person because first off, they spell color with a U. And also they call her ginger over and over again. <laughs> she is ginger is not cool. Would you be willing to compromise and let her hair be tied up or covered slightly with a fascinator? I don't know what a fascinator is. Okay. And the bride said, it's more alarming because it's so long and curly, but she was against cutting it. And someone said, did you seriously suggest her that she cut her hair? And the bride said, only a bit, just the mid-back so it doesn't stand out so much. But she actually laughed at me. And someone commented, you deserve to be laughed at. That's cool. That's cool. I like everyone involved. This is great. I want to go to this wedding. A commenter said, you're the asshole. It's just a wedding. The idea is that everyone should fit a color scheme is nonsense, especially the hair color. You're slipping into being a bridezilla. And the bride said, color schemes for weddings are very very common. And someone commented, yes, for the dresses. The idea that a hair color is such a big deal makes me wonder if you've gotten so wrapped up in the wedding that you're missing the point. This is one day, honestly, a relatively insignificant day. Don't lose sight of the fact that you're married, that your marriage is the point, not the wedding. Is the hair color really that big deal for your marriage? And the bride said, it's the most important day of my life. How the hell is it insignificant? Nice. This is cool. Man. This is cool. <laughs> um, Did you have any bridezilla moments? No. Did Sydney? No, Sydney was really chill. She said, like, so the bridesmaids um, all wore black dresses. Um, and I think they all just kind of agreed it would make sense to get them all from the same place. So they all got them from Beholden. Um, but they were all, like, different styles or whatever. Um, and I think it looked really nice. But it was, like, the same color. And Molly has red hair. And Sydney did ask if she would dye it. And she said no. But then Sid was like, okay. Hmm. I'm just kidding. She never said that. 
Hmm. I actually didn't listen to what you were saying. I know, I could tell. Can you say it again? No, it's okay. Please say it. We'll cut it. Please, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find more stuff for the pie. I'm trying to do a good job for you. Yeah, you're you're trying to produce and be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we need a producer. Um, So if you want to be a producer, just send your resumes to Eric's LinkedIn. Eric, send them to Eric. Yeah. But no, I so, was joking so, that uh, Sid asked Molly to dye her hair, but she did not. Ah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, we'll yeah. edit that in into any time I want you to laugh. <laughs> Speaking of relationships, Eric and I have a super strong, amazing relationship. And mm. what makes it strong? Yeah, we have an amazing. <laughs> wow. Maybe we need to talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> but one of the things our relationship is built on is the most popularist and the best segment we ever have, and it is Crunchy Corner. Crunch Crunch. Where Eric reviews something incredibly amazing and interesting and oh, rare, gosh, and it's something you've never heard before, guys, because Crunchy Corner is about Eric experiencing something that you just, you know, that people like us can't sometimes get so it's usually something from like a different country mm-hmm. or something they only made one of mm-hmm. or it's like a really rare recipe mm-hmm. and eric reviews it and we have a three-pronged review scale where we review the is this a flavor people asked for does it achieve that flavor and goodness and the scale runs from negative no and a half at the bottom in 0.5 increments to yes and a half at the mm-hmm. top mm-hmm. at the end of this we'll talk about someone who gave uh, a suggestion for the scale yeah, I still haven't gotten the email. But... Oh, never mind. Then we won't talk about it. Oh, I would love to read some emails on the podcast, by the way. Mm, that'd I, be fun. That don't... would really take it to a new level of interesting for everyone. <laughs> but guys, don't don't wait too much longer. Here it is. The most amazing crunchy corner we've ever had. Yeah. What are you reviewing, Eric? All right, so this is the goldfish cheddar flavor. No, <laughs> oh. All right, so these what, are... What is it for so these are nice bag. Um, so these are walkers. Whoa, those are interesting. What the fudge are walkers? They Am look just like the Lay's logo, right? Oh, they do, yeah. But, um, but so these are sold in England. I'm gonna look up if walkers are just the Lay's. And this is a popular f- flavor in England um, called prawn cocktail. Mm. Um, oh wow, dude! Why'd you say that you got a bad? Uh... A bad uh, crunchy corner. This oh, well, just one. because they expired in May of 2019. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. So we have walkers, and what's the flavor again? It's prawn cocktail. So in England, prawn is shrimp, so this yeah. is like shrimp cocktail flavor. Yeah. Other countries like shrimp flavored crisps. Yeah. Okay, He's, so here we go, This is big. Yeah, okay. So Eric's going to eat, and while Eric eats, I'm going to quietly talk to you guys. Guys, thank you so much listening to the podcast we missed you it's been a long time but we're back and we're never going to leave you again we're sorry that we didn't come to your game we're sorry that we weren't there you know adults grow apart and they have different interests but you know even Mm -hmm. daddy and daddy need to grow up sometimes and eric and i have done a lot of growing up and we're going to be here for you now so you know what go get your bag we're going fishing for prawn chippies. All right, mm. Eric. What do we got? Mm. All right. These are good. Are you serious? Oh, oh man. I, I really wish we could it. share snacks. We've talked about <laughs> we that always, already. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Prawn cocktail. Eric, do you like shrimp normally? Yeah, I do like shrimp. Mm. I don't really. Do I don't like shrimp? cocktail shrimp, though. 
Yeah, dude. Gr- cold seafood is gross. Yeah. And that, like, okay. marinara stuff you dip it in? It's supposed to be like cocktail sauce. If it's really spicy, it's good. But then all you taste is the sauce. Yeah. Okay, so, Eric, what what do they smell like? What's the odor? So the, I, I skipped over the odor. It's not good. Oh, really? What does it smell like? Uh, it's got like a... It's got like a little bit of like a like if you just gave me a whiff, I'd be like, is that a weird like barbecue flavor? Ah, yeah. Okay. Um. And so the first category is: is yeah. this a flavor people asked for? Eric, mm-hmm. is shrimp cocktail a flavor of chip people asked for? I think in England, and I think not in America. So it says on the back: in the seventies, no dinner party was complete without a prawn cocktail starter. So we created a crisp flavor out of this popular dish, which is a weird, weird idea. <laughs> okay. Because um, so it's not the saying? 70s, it, but okay. So we're going to be world inclusive and say, is this a flavor people ask for? Or what are we going with? Um, I would say it's a solid yes. Yes. Okay. I'm surprised to hear that, honestly, but okay. What do you think yes. it should be less? I mean, I'm not there in the same room as this pungent chip. But mm-hmm. I would say it would probably be a no, not a negative mm. no, nor a negative no and a half. I mean, it is weird to perhaps, have a seafood flavored chip, but is it any perhaps, weirder than like Old Bay? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Mm, wow, that's some good lawyering on your part. You Thanks. really kept that in your back pocket. I would say I don't get to review them because I don't eat the f- food. Mm-hmm. I would say a no and a half would be a good one. Okay. Positive no and a half, but you're going to go with yes. Sure, okay. so this is a new part of the rating scale where the, what I say doesn't matter. It's yeah. like, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> it's like Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. No, Eric, it's a yes for is it a flavor people ask for. Does it achieve shrimp cocktail flavor? Mm, I would say that's like a no and a half. Ooh, what does it taste like? So I feel like it's got like a little bit of a barbecue vibe mixed with like maybe a little bit of like an Old Bay Ooh, can you try it again? Can you show me one of the chips first, and then can you eat it? Oh, God. Okay, they just look like Lay's potato chips. Yeah, they're not, very, they're not very coated. Mm. Now eat that crap. Om nom 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 nom. Scrum nom 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 nom. Mm-hmm. Barbecue? Yeah, it's like, um, it's got like a little bit of like a spice to it. Mm. That's the horseradish in the cocktail sauce, I guess. Does it taste yeah. fishy? There's like a little bit, but not like, I think if you went too fishy, it would be gross. So I think they, it's a good flavor, which we'll get to in the next part, but I don't think they've really achieved the flavor of, oh, I'm eating cocktail shrimp right now. Got it. Okay. So we have a yes, a no and a half, Mm -hmm. and Eric, the most important category, we'll have drum roll, cash machine, uh, bullets going off, pew, 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 pew. Mm -hmm. What is the goodness of the chippy? Goodness. Mm. I would say... A solid yes. I'd eat them again. Whoa. Really? Mm-hmm. Eric, I'm really surprised. I thought... Do, would They're you not as good as All Dressed, which is my new favorite chip. Do you see... Do you have them often? Yeah. I don't really love... A, like, I don't mind a barbecue chip. Not my favorite. Katie doesn't like barbecue chips at all. Oh, no. I hit my oh mic. Oh, my God. Katie doesn't like barbecue chips at all. So, mm. I feel like I never get a chip flavor just for myself. I'm not eating that many chips. I'm already a dying man I, if i eat chips i just precipitate it so quickly. we should do chips as a challenge that'd be fun as like a well, as I, like a homework i would love to do on our live episode to get like 20 types of chips and for you to try them all mm. 
Like, I saw somebody on the internet do a Dorito challenge, and he tried, like, 20 different cans of Doritos. Mm. By the end, he gets really sick. That's what you want, though. Oh, dude, I'd freaking love it if you got sick on the podcast. Oh, that'd be great. So what's the goodness, Eric? What did we say? I think we said a yes. It's a pretty oh. good review, yeah. Wow. I think I mean, I'm getting too soft. I, dude, you've always been too soft. That's, like, your problem, just, like, period. But, yes, with the reviews, it's also too soft. Guys, that was Crunchy Corner, and we are... Time just flew by. I know. Guys, time, time flies by when you're talking to your friends and having a good time. I feel like we actually need, we have more time than we think because at the beginning, you're hopefully going to cut out some of that part where I was just bullshitting around with you. Yeah. Um, but we have I a couple could... minutes. Anything on your mind? I thought you wanted to play a little game. Oh, guys, we're going to have a new segment. The game is called What Am I Thinking? And here's the song for What Am I Thinking? Hey. A lot of dead air in this podcast. Yeah. So guys, here's how we play one of my things. I count down from three, which you heard at the beginning of the podcast, so it shouldn't startle you too much. And then on three, Eric and I each say a word. Okay. And what we're trying to do is say the same word at the same time. Oh, and then we try to get closer? Right. Okay. So let's say you said orange and I said ball, then we'd count down again, and the word could be something like basketball. The only way you lose is if you don't say a word. Which I would have just yourself. said orange again. Okay. We can't say... Can you not yeah, say the same word and just... There's, there's a couple ways to lose. You can't okay. say the same word that's already been said. Hmm. Interesting. You can't say... Tangerine. You can't not say a word. And, uh, yeah, so you can't not say a word and you can't say a word that's already been said. And you're thinking to yourself, what idiot wouldn't say a word? Well, you just wait and play the game along to yourself. So let's do two rounds of this game, buddy. Okay. You ready? Okay, so I'll count. Three, two, one. Ornament. Laptop. Okay, so you lose. Why did I lose? Because you said it so late. We have to say it at the same okay, time. Okay, all right. Go ahead, go ahead again. <laughs> so Eric lost. <laughs> so one loss for Eric. Three, two, one. Seltzer. Mold. Mold and seltzer. Okay. Pretty good. Okay, okay, so three, two, one. Mountain Dew. Wine. Wine and Mountain Dew. Three, two, one. Baja lemon. Blast. Lemon and Baja Blast. Three, two, one. Fruit Sierra Mist. Yeah. Sierra Mist and Fruit Punch. <laughs> We're getting farther from each other. Three, two, one. Orange lime. soda. Lime. Lime and orange soda. Three, two, one. Citrus. Okay, so you lose because you didn't say a word time again. What? I said it at the same time you said Okay, fine. I'll give you a, I'll give you, I'll give you a pass. What did you so say again? Sprite and citrus. Okay. <laughs> We're really we like right on top no, we of got each this. other. We got it. Sprite and citrus. Three, two, one. Sierra Mist. I said Sierra Mist. You lose again. You're an idiot. When did you say Sierra Mist? <laughs> Didn't I say Sierra Mist? Thought I did. Mm. Uh, then maybe I lose. Whatever. Fine. So Sierra Mist and what did I say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that went really well. Let's try one That's more. That's why we need we'll a producer, from... someone who's actually okay. listening. <laughs> we'll start. We'll start from scratch. Let's let's start from scratch. Okay. Mulligan. Okay. Three, okay. two, one. Pencil. Flour. Pencil and flour. Three, two, one. Crayon. Spatula. Spa- why? Would... Oh, you meant flour. Oh, I meant flour like plant. Oh. Uh, yeah. See, you can't choose words like that. I think you lost. <laughs> Okay, so I said color and you said spatula. No, you said crayon, I thought. Crayon, 
Crayon and spatula. Okay. Three, two, one. Marker. Marker and baking. Jesus. Three, two, one. Chalk. Chalk and ink. (laughs) Three, two, one. Whiteboard. Whiteboard and school. Okay. We got this. Come on. I'm really nervous. Three, two, one. Math. Math and teacher. Three, two, one. Professor. Science Science and professor. Jesus. Three, (laughs) two, one. Biology. (laughs) Biology and desk. Three, two, one. Volcano. Wood. Wood and volcano. (laughs) Okay, I think we went past each other. No, wood and volcano. Three, two, one. What? Fire. You froze up. Oh, did it freeze? Oh, no. You froze up. You froze up. Okay, so that doesn't. Am I my frozen now? No, you're good now. Okay, okay so okay. we were at wood and volcano. Did you hear what I said though? No, I didn't hear it. Okay, three, two, one. Lightning. Palm tree. Palm tree and lightning. Three. Okay. Two, one. Fire. Storm. Storm. Damn. <sighs> okay. Storm and fire. Three, <laughs> two, one. Survivor. <laughs> I hope you die. Survivor <laughs> and thunder. Three, two, one. Jeff Probst. Waves. Jeff Probst and waves. Three. Why are we friends? <laughs> three. Jeff Probst and waves. Three, two, one. Boat. Kanye. Boat and Kanye. Oh, I'm really nervous. I feel like we're getting closer now. Uh-huh. Boat and Kanye. Three, two. One. Jay-Z. Yacht. Yacht and Jay-Z. What'd you say? Yacht? Yacht. Yacht and Jay-Z. Okay. Three, two, one. Big Beyonce. Pimpin'. Big Pimpin and Beyonce. He's on the Yacht in the Big Pimpin video. Oh, okay. okay. Beyonce and Big Pimpin. Okay. Three, two, one. Crazy Drake. in Love. What'd you say? Drake. Drake and Crazy in Love. Okay. Come on, we got this. Come on. You know what I'm thinking. I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. You, your brain is broken. Three, two, one. Rihanna. Grammy. Grammy and Rihanna. Okay. Three, two, one. Taylor Swift. Music. Music and Taylor Swift. Okay. Easy. Easy. Three, we got this. two, one. Country. Shake it off. No! <laughs> <laughs> Country and shake it off. Ah. Uh. Three, two, one. Your dad. Oh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> you lose, so that's the end of the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, do we have one more in us so we can show them? No, I think win? we did enough. Let's maybe try next one time. more time. Next no, episode. Wanna, okay, maybe. So this is one episode in a row where we could not come up with the same word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! I play this game with everyone. It's the easiest game ever, except for you and your broken brain. Maybe uh, you have to be in the same room. What, what, so like our neurons transport? Yeah, better? like our, our uh, pheromones. <sighs> you are stinky as hell. Yeah. Guys, thank you for listening. Next time we are back, Eric and I, Eric and my homework is that we are each going to bake something. Yeah. We both have KitchenAid mixers now, so we're going to bake something fun. Mm-hmm. I will tell you what I'm baking. I plan on making cream puffs because I am a slut for vanilla. And nice. this is the best way to eat vanilla pudding and not feel like a child. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on what you're going to make? I don't know. We've thought about making um, Paul Hollywood's 
English muffins because the uh, favor at the wedding was uh, some like jam and apple butter. So we have a lot of that shit left over. So we want to make something to use it. When uh, <laughs> when we came back from the wedding and everyone was like kind of drunk, I opened the apple butter and just licked it to see what it tasted like. <laughs> it's <was> really good. <laughs> um, but we also want to do those brown butter cookies. So maybe I'll do that instead. Who knows, man? The KitchenAid is clutch. So guys... We're baking for next time. Yeah. What's We're on the... a monthly schedule now. That's our goal. Uh-huh. What's the Twitter handle so people can reach out to us? Um, it's at what's the HW pod. And what's that's the on Insta? Twitter and Instagram. Ooh. Follow Same us thing on, on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Thank you for being in our lives, guys. We love you. Like I said, I'm sorry that we were gone, but daddy gets busy. And if you want to live in that big house and play your Nintendos, you have to let daddy go to work. Yeah, but we're totally. back. I didn't hear that you say that. When did you say that? Oh, I said it while you were eating. Crunching? Like okay. Ugh, if any of you answered correctly and said the word that either Ed or I said, <laughs> uh, tweet or text or Instagram message, what is it? Eric, let's do it really quick. We got this. Come on. Let's try <laughs> one more time. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Three, two, one. Coffee. But- Butts and coffee. Easy, we got this. Guys, we'll see you. We're back. Here's the song. Oh, nice. Three, two, one. Poop. Yeah! (laughs) I don't see me mad at situations. I see me turning wild.